Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 16. It's a popular text you already know. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Can you all say instruction in righteousness? The Greek word translated instruction in righteousness actually means tutelage or education. Tutelage or education. And it just tells you that the things of the Spirit can be taught. The things of the Spirit can be taught. There is such a thing as the school of the Spirit. It can be taught. Many people have this mysterious perspective to the things of the Spirit. But the things of the Spirit are actually systematic, especially, for instance, um, when it comes to salvation, for instance, for example, the Bible says that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So there is what to do to be saved. You believe. It says, believe in your heart the Lord Jesus. Confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. So that makes salvation systematic. So the fact that it is spiritual doesn't make it mysterious. And so now he says there is such a thing as instruction in righteousness. So righteousness is no longer a mystery. There is an instruction, there is tutelage in it. So like in every other aspect of Christian devotion, when it comes to prayer, there is a school of prayer. You can learn to pray. It is not a denominational you know, emphasis. It's a Bible emphasis. You can learn to pray. And the person by your, by your side currently might be praying more than you, but it's not because the person was born that way. It's an exercise. You can exercise yourself in the school of prayer. You can learn to pray better. Maybe right now, five minutes is the best you can do. Hopefully not. One hour. Remember the first time someone tried to make me pray one hour? This is your pastor you are seeing. As a new convert, took me to a field. He said, we'll pray one hour. So I said, I was feeling motivated. So I was like, let's do it. I prayed, 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 prayed. You know, after I, I was tired, I checked the time that, ah, it must have been about one hour now. And I checked five minutes. Hey! I said, there's a problem today. I didn't know how I would survive it. Like, how will I survive this? And, you know, it should be very inspiring to you or for you that I had that experience too. You can be taken through a school of prayer. You can rise in favor. You can be schooled. You can be groomed. And it's possible. Jesus taught on prayer. I want to do a scanty commentary on Luke chapter 11 as we begin. So just in case you don't already know, the teaching today is the school of prayer. This is part one or course one, or just to help you with the consciousness of an academic program, 101. Whatever works for you. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, it says, and it came to pass that as he was praying, talking about Jesus, in a certain place, when he had ceased, 
one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. Now, this tells you you can learn to pray. They literally saw Jesus praying. They were fascinated by his prayer life. You know, they waited for him to finish. When he was done, they came to him and said, you know, sir, teach us to pray. There's a popular phrase that people use and that has some element of truth but can be somewhat misleading. When people say, um, you learn how to pray by praying, that is a context-specific quote. And what the people mean is that no matter how proficient you are when it comes to the doctrine of prayer, you will only build or develop a prayer life by exercising yourself in prayer consistently. But that's not to say that you cannot learn to pray. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that quote was referring to the practice of prayer. You develop a prayer life by praying consistently. But before you have a prayer life, you must at least learn to pray. And that one can be learned. So they came to Jesus and they said, teach us to pray. And he didn't say, oh, no one can teach you that. It is something that must come on you as a gift. Listen, we know there are, there are a lot of teachings on the spirit of prayer. But you can't have a prayer life if you depend on the motivation of the spirit all the time. You might never have heard this before. If you only pray when you feel scared to pray, you will not have a prayer life. I tell you that categorically. Prayer is labor. And many times when you're praying, I will show you many examples in the Bible, you will not feel like it. And you will pray notwithstanding. There is a school of prayer and it's a systematic curriculum. I mean, think about it. Not only did they tell Jesus to teach them to pray, they said John taught his disciples. John taught his disciples. Teach us. So the school of prayer was very popular in scriptures. It was not a new concept. John taught his disciples. Jesus taught his disciples. You can learn to pray. It doesn't matter where you are in your prayer life now. Maybe you're here, you feel so weak. You can't remember the last time you were on your own praying 30 minutes. Well, that's why God brought you here. We'll make this as simple as possible for you. Something that you can walk with immediately. It's the school of prayer. And for some of you, you already have a prayer life. Just like the disciples. Maybe you don't get it. Many of the disciples of Jesus used to be the disciples of John. Read your Bible. So when, he's, when they were saying, John taught his disciples to pray, teach us to pray, they were saying, listen, we know about prayer, but yours is different. Have you ever seen someone whose walk with God challenged you so much, even though you had been a Christian for a long time? So, I mean, they, they saw Jesus pray. In fact, I like the fact that they just waited for him to finish. They were so fascinated. Ah, ah, what type of prayer is this? They waited for him to finish. The moment he was done, they went to him. Sir, you know what? Teach us. We want to learn afresh. I would to God that you will have that disposition. That no matter how much praying you, you have done, you will want to do more. You want to learn better. You want to rise in favor. You want to rise as pertains to the volume of your prayer. No matter where you are, you can do better. Say loud, amen. amen. So now, I'm fascinated. I want to know what Jesus said. Thank God it was documented that people came to Jesus. 
watching him pray. And after he was done, they asked him, teach us to pray. Now I want to see what Jesus said. What did he say? Well, a lot of people focus on the Lord's Prayer, which is often misunderstood. I'm going to teach on it this month. But from verse 5, Jesus said something very important. Jesus was such a good teacher. He first explained it with an example. He said, there is a man. And in the night, this man had an unwanted or an unexpected guest. And in Jewish tradition, you know, it's against their tradition for you to have a guest that you don't offer something. So, but he wasn't expecting these guests. Now, what is he going to give him? I have nothing in the house. So in the dead of the night, he goes to his neighbor and he knocks. Jesus tells this story. And he says, sorry to bother you. I have a guest. I have nothing to offer him. Please give me three loaves of bread. And the guy is like, bro, do you, is your wristwatch broken? Do you know the time? You want me to come down and give you, please, please, please. I've already talked to my children in the bed. I cannot come down. And then Jesus says, even though he won't do it for friendship, because of his persistence, he will get up from the bed and attend to him. It is noteworthy that the first thing Jesus taught about prayer was perseverance. And it might not rank as high for you in terms of priority, but it does for God. And Jesus would have you realize that if you have not learned to persevere, you have not learned to pray. That's one of the first and most important things, perseverance. So in the school of prayer, one of the first courses you must take is perseverance in prayer. You must learn to persevere. So Jesus created an imagery of urgency. An imagery of urgency that necessitates a response. That's the perspective you must have to prayer. He taught on prayer both in chapter 11 of Luke and in chapter 18. In chapter 18, he gave another um, parable. This time around, it was a widow and an unjust ruler. He says, the unjust ruler did, did not fear God and had no regard for man. But this widow, you know, she must have been, her, um, people must have killed her husband and she wanted vengeance. She wanted justice. She, so she came to this judge. And said, avenge me of my adversary. And he wouldn't listen. But the woman kept coming, kept coming, kept coming until this unjust ruler said, even though I have no fear for God, and I don't regard man, but this woman will weary me by her coming consistently. So let me attend to her. And think about this. Put those two stories side by side. And see how similar they are but opposite they are in terms of the illustration. The first one had to do with two friends. The other one had to, be with, um, had to do with an unjust ruler. And so what he's telling you is this. Listen, and this is what grace people need to understand. When it comes to prayer, we are very position conscious, and that's great. You need to know who you are when you pray. But now there is another principle. Jesus is telling you whether it is your friend, someone who cares about you, or someone who doesn't, there is something about prayer in and of itself, the tenacity of it, that commands a response. So in as much as in the place of prayer, you understand the person you are talking to is your father who already loves you and is willing to answer you, you must also learn the principle of perseverance. That as long as I persevere, 
and I keep on knocking and I keep on asking, listen, I will get what I want. That's one of the things that he taught first about prayer. I mean, think about it. Verse 9 of Luke 11, he says, keep on asking, you shall receive. Keep on knocking, the door shall be opened. What an imagery. He says, because everyone that asks, receives. To everyone that knocks, the door shall be opened. If you learn to persevere in the place of prayer, your life will change. Come on, are you listening to me? Your life will change drastically. So I want us to quickly investigate this concept of perseverance in prayer. What is perseverance in prayer? To persevere means to maintain focus in spite of difficulty or discouragement. Maintain focus in spite of difficulty or discouragement. Did you hear what I said? So Jesus is telling you, you won't always feel the motivation to pray. That's why you don't have a prayer life. You are always waiting for motivation. Pastor, I don't know why I don't feel like praying. It's not a feeling. There's no feeling. There's no such feeling. It is labor. It is work. Hallelujah. And so in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, the Bible says he spoke unto them this parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. And not to faint. Not to run out of gas. So he's telling you something about prayer that some of you have not already learned. When you pray, you will feel tired. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. That's just how it is. It's an exercise. You are be, I mean, if you're, if, if you're tired, it means you're getting it right. And so you must pray in spite of the tiredness. Stop waiting for the circumstances to be favorable. You pray in spite of it. So with those two illustrations that Jesus gave, he created an imagery of urgency. And what urgency does for you it, it, is that it supplies strength that you never knew you had. That's what urgency does. Imagine you had a busy day. You know, you, I mean, burnt all the calories possible in the gym. You are coming out from the gym. Your legs are wobbly. You are tired, you know. You just want to get to the bed and sleep. You're not willing to do anything. You can't do anything. Then on your way, you just see a lion in front of you. No cage. It's roaring and charging towards you. What are you going to do? The way you will run, you'll be surprised. There is something, science called adrenaline, right? All right. There is a secretion. Listen, you have a reservoir of strength. <laughs> it is just the urgency of the situation that, that matters. When you reckon the situation urgent, strength will be birth. You'll be surprised. Strength will be supplied. So listen, many times, the reality of the situation is we don't reckon it an urgent requirement. Prayer is not an urgent priority for us. That's the problem. It is not about strength. It's not about your busy schedule. It is not just as important to you as it should be. And so in both cases, Jesus says, for you to persevere, you must have to reckon it something urgent. It's in the dead of the night. You have a visitor to attend to. 
or a widow that, I mean, wants her husband's death avenged. There has to be that determination. That's the perspective you should have. So it will make you keep on knocking. And I said, to persevere means to maintain focus in spite of difficulty or discouragement. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. And as we go on and as I give you more texts, you will see that most of the references that talk about prayer talk about prayer in terms of perseverance because both are meant to go hand in hand. This is a good example. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 says, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Everybody read Colossians 4 2 together. One, two, go. Read it again, one, two, go. Let me ask you this. What tense in English is continue? Present continuous. And so what is he trying to suggest to you? Perseverance. Continue. Continue. Stop praying cute prayers. Plus Jesus minus Satan. Stop praying like that. Just whisper something. You now sigh. It's done. Ah, ah. Is it noodles? Even noodles needs two minutes. What is done? What did you say? He said, continue. Help me preach that to the person by your side gently. Say, continue, brother. Continue, sister. You're going to need to continue. He says, continue earnestly in prayer. And he says, being vigilant. KJV says, being watchful. The Greek word translated watchful actually means to stay awake. That's what it means, literally, to stay awake. When you pray, stay awake. You're going to feel tired. Sometimes you'll feel sleepy. Stay awake. This is what Jesus was teaching his disciples. Jesus was telling them, I understand. I know you're tired. We have the same schedule. I'm tired too. Whatever is making you tired is making me tired also because we go about together. We do ministry together. But hey, if you don't pray, you will fall into temptation. Listen, I understand. Your feelings are legitimate. You should be tired considering the kind of nine to five that you have, considering, considering Lagos traffic. I understand. I know that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Many of us are obsessed with the legitimacy of our excuses. And listen, God understands. But it will make a difference that he understands. He says the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. I know that you want to pray more. But according to you, you just don't have the time, Abi. I know the spirit is willing. Are you not willing? I'm willing. The flesh is weak. It makes no difference. If you don't pray, you will fall into temptation. The devil will not come at you, knock at your door and say, ah, he's not prepared. Let's come back, let's come back, let's come back. Let's. He, doesn't, he doesn't fight fair. He doesn't fight fair. Principles are principles. And so the legitimacy of your excuses doesn't absorb you from the consequences. When you jump from a high-rise building, the floor will not say, ah, he jumped because they are armed robbers. Let's not hurt him. That's not what's going to happen. A principle is a principle. Gravity will not be suspended because of the legitimacy of your excuse. Laws are laws. If you don't pray, you will fall into temptation. 
So Jesus taps him. He says, I know you're tired, but watch one hour. Try. 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 <clears throat> That's the school of prayer. Perseverance. You will not always feel like praying. And if you only pray when you feel like praying, you will not have a prayer life. Did you hear what I said? If you only pray when you feel like praying, you will not have a prayer life. And this is how you know you're growing. That every day, you can push beyond what you feel. Uh, this is a general principle of success. What you need to do, you need to do. Some of us still have that childish attitude we had in primary school. I don't like mathematics. They don't score you for liking it. They score you for getting it. Who said you must like it? Just learn it. They don't score likeness. They won't, it's not for likeness. Just know it and get it. Praise the name of Jesus. If you develop this attitude in life generally, what I need to do, I need to do. And so I push myself. I bring my body under. I learn what I need to learn. I do what I need to do. It will affect every aspect of your life positively. I will pray in season and out of season. If you have that perspective, your life will change. To maintain purpose in spite of difficulty. That's what perseverance of prayer is. And one of the most life-changing texts as it pertains to this subject is James chapter 5 from verse 17. You know verse 16, the second part of verse 16 is a very popular text. It says, the heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man. By the way, continued talks about perseverance also. The heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. That's 16b, James chapter 5. Then verse 17, he gives you an example. This is so encouraging. We have an example in the Bible. It says, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as you are. Let's see what New World Translation says. You know, what he's telling you is Elijah was a man like you. Sometimes we like to think that our pastors or our spiritual leaders have a different experience. They are not touched with the feeling of our infirmity. But it's not true. And even when they say, oh, we feel what you feel, you think they're just being modest. But they are humans like you. Elijah was a man like you. He could get tired like you get tired. He could get hungry like you get hungry. He had excuses not to pray as well. But what does he say? Elijah was a human as we are. And yet he prayed. Oh, patafartiki patofesh. I mean, think about that. Elijah was a human as you are, yet he prayed. What do you think about that? When you think about the fact Elijah was a man like me. <laughs> so, how come he had great results? Someone said, if we'll be people of like prayer, we'll be people of like results. And that's the guarantee you have in God. If you do what they did, you will see what they saw. Elijah was a man like you, but he prayed earnestly that it, that it should not rain on the earth, and it did not rain three and a half years. That's what perseverance teaches you. 
Anyone that has a prayer life, they also had excuses not to pray. But they just learned to push in spite of it. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Say loud, amen. amen. Look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. I have to be faster because of time. 6, verse 18. Open your Bibles, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe God has brought you into this season of prayer and he's bringing this teaching series your way to prepare you for great things he has in store. Don't waste this opportunity. Are you listening to me? It says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Watching, you see that watching again. Vigilance is what he's talking about. Watching thereunto with all what? With all what? So listen, perseverance is a key ingredient in prayer. It says watch with perseverance. Push. Watch with perseverance. Look at Romans chapter 12 verse 12. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Hmm. Romans 12, 12. Read together loud as you can. Want to go. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant. It means to be persistent. It means to persevere in prayer. Brothers and sisters, many times, 15 minutes will not be enough. 20 minutes will not be enough. One hour will not be enough. Sometimes, three hours might not be enough. Let me tell you this. Two things I want to tell you. First, one of the biggest gifts a pastor can give to you is to teach you to pray. No matter the anointing on his life, he won't be there all the time. That's the reality. He might care for you, love you, but you have to learn to do it yourself. That's the design of the new covenant. You have to learn to do it yourself. And the second thing is this. If the devil knows that you've learned perseverance in prayer, he will think twice before he comes at you. Because there are some people that the devil knows. They don't, they don't, they, they don't hear no. Some people know they call it no. <laughs> are, are, you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Some people don't hear no. Have you seen stubborn people before? There's spiritual stubbornness. The devil has to rehearse well before he comes at some people. You prepare. Because some people, <laughs> what you would have done with 1,000, you will waste that time on one person. And you will make no headway. Training makes the difference. Hallelujah. Ask Jacob. This one is not even Satan, it's angel. Sir, I won't let you go, sir. <laughs> it's like you're not hearing what I'm saying. 
It's called vehement cries. Consistency. It will get to a point, heaven recognizes the voice. That, ah, ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says persistent in prayer. I know you've been praying, but that's what is the school of prayer. You're learning something else. Have you learned persistence? Stay at it. That's what gets, gets the job done. Jesus said, keep on knocking and the door will be opened. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Very quickly, I want to touch three aspects of perseverance. Three aspects of perseverance. I'm saying this on purpose because a lot of people, when they think of perseverance, they think of tenacity, and rightly so. Tenacity has a lot to do with perseverance. So that woman cried, that widow cried, avenge me of my adversary. She was tenacious. And tenacity has a lot to do with it. But it's not all there is to it. Yeah, with tenacity, you cry at noon, you cry in the morning, you cry at night. You stay on the matter. Another aspect of, ten, uh, of perseverance in prayer you have to learn is volume. <laughs> volume, I told you. Many times, one hour will not be enough. And I'm not saying that, you know, from a religious standpoint. I'm telling you. Listen, when you are cooking food, it's not enough that the fire is on. Time will be required. Do you understand what I'm saying? When it comes to the things of the Spirit, some, no matter how well, not how efficacious your prayer is, sometimes some things just need time to build. Some of you know what I'm saying. When you start praying, everything is, you know, just melancholy, cool, and everything. Then as you stay, you notice that stare. Some of you know what I'm saying. So you might have been sitting down. After a while, your leg, your knee begins to buckle. After a while, you stand up and you're doing this. After a while, you find yourself charging and pacing through the floor. And as you stay, all of a sudden, you can't contain yourself. You're shouting and you're rejoicing in the room. It takes time to build. It takes time. So you're going to need to stay at it. You need that staying power. Hallelujah. That's a teaching for another day. But apart from tenacity and apart from volume, tenacity speaks of focus, volume speaks of length. You also have to learn frequency, consistency. Some people know how to pray 10 hours stretch. But then, after praying 10 hours stretch, they won't pray again to the next two months. And I want to tell you that's not enough. That's not enough. The unjust ruler said of that woman, that widow, he says, lest she weary me with her continual coming. She came consistently, continually. So, yeah, there is the aspect of staying. There's also the aspect of coming again and again and again. So every morning you're there praying. You have prayer times in the day and you keep to it. That's an aspect of perseverance. And from experience, I want to tell you this. 
a man who prays every day will have more results than a man who prays long once in a while. You must put that consistency, that frequency. It's like building muscles. It doesn't matter that you spend two full days in the gym. If you want to build muscle, you're going to have to go to the gym consistently. All right? You're going to frequent the gym at least twice a week. That's the only way. Let me use the example of eating also. No matter how much you eat this afternoon, in the next three days, <laughs> if you don't eat, you have not eaten in three days, I mean, your stomach will complain to you. No matter how delicious the food was, maximum 12 hours is gone, maybe 24 hours. Isn't that true? You must have that perspective to prayer also. So set prayer times. And also, don't make prayer a project. Some of you, everyone knows, the moment they hear your voice, ah, check, something, maybe new job, or someone is sick, there must be something wrong. But the Bible says, pray without season. That means in every season in your life, there must be prayer. You know, so the Bible says, for instance, it says, is any merry, let them sing psalms. Is any weary, let them pray. So no matter what, when you're happy or sad, glad or things are going bad, it says pray. Prayer must become a lifestyle. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There must be that consistency in your life. As believers, we sleep with our armor on. Did you hear what I'm saying? When it says pray without season, it means you must always be in the mood of prayer. You never sheath your sword. Always ready. Always in the mood to pray. You may be at work and you have few minutes, few seconds. You can still few seconds. You're, or you're on the road walking. You may be on the road. You may be at the office. You may be in the house. Always in the mood. Always ready. You can't maintain that mood if you don't do it every day. It's not possible. You can't. Hallelujah. One more time. Elijah was a man like you. And think about it. He was a man of the senses. He was not born again. Jesus hadn't come. And see what he did with prayer. See, what, see how much God was able to accomplish through him. There are some people that God can bank on. Imagine God saying, I know Abraham. He will command his children. There are some people, their devotional life has become so dependable. God can then tell them secrets because God knows they will do something about it. God knows. Like I said when I was teaching during Deeper, Lot was in Sodom. God did not tell Lot about Sodom. Abraham was outside Sodom and Abraham knew what would happen. Abraham was the one praying for Lot. Prayer makes you dependable. I was, I, I was just scanning through the internet and I saw a pastor friend of mine post something. We don't even talk often, but what he posted blessed me. He was quoting Watchman Nee. And he said, Watchman Nee said, God is going to reward us for our prayer in heaven. And as weird as that sounds, but think about it. Prayer is labor. Prayer is labor. 
It's ministry that God can count on you to pray about your vicinity. Pray about the gospel. Pray about your local church. There are things that God wants to do in your local church. He's waiting for you to pray about it. And you pick it in your spirit, you pray about it, and it gets done. That's ministry. And for every ministry, for every work done for the kingdom, there is a reward. And so imagine on that last day you see Jesus. And God was saying, God begins to tell you, I sought for a man to stand in the gap. You were that man. There's a reward for it. Hallelujah. That hymn says, oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What if I told you that if you just spend some time on that matter, it can melt before your face. We have just a few minutes this morning. It makes no difference. When you get home, I want to encourage you. Before you sleep, make sure you pray. We have three prayer times as a ministry. Don't miss anyone this month. 6 a.m. tomorrow, 12 noon, 8 p.m. We are all tuned in from 30 live devotion. All right? And we're praying. Are you ready to pray this morning? Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Mark my word. Some of you, as you pray now, God is going to implant a burden in your heart. God does that. He'll put a burden in your heart. And he will make you praise through an entire month. Sometimes two weeks. Sometimes one week. You're praying about something. Some of you know what I'm saying. Sometimes out of nowhere, someone, the Lord just puts someone in your heart. You get, begin to pray for the person. Stand in the gap for the person. Prayer makes you dependable. Are you ready to pray? You don't sound ready. Are you ready to pray? Say with me, dear Jesus. Say, as I pray now, I'm stirred by your spirit. Say, I stir up the graces that I have in you. And I put them to work. Right now, I step out of mediocrity. I'm vibrant in my walk with you. Say, as I pray right now, I'm giving utterances by your spirit. Hey, my prayers are effective. My prayers are prevailing prayers. I will see results. I shall have what I say. Oh, come on. Say that with me with conviction. Say, I shall have what I say. Come on, begin to thunder in tongues right now. Thunder in tongues right now. Thunder in tongues right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. You can bring an end to delay right now. I'm the atmosphere of Jesus. Atmosphere of Jesus. Atmosphere of Jesus. Kima Teferin in Behigias. 
I'm the atmosphere of Jesus. Atmosphere of Jesus. Atmosphere of Jesus. There's an atmosphere where nothing is impossible and no disease incurable. There's an atmosphere. There's an atmosphere. Caso mande rebahatos. Brano rimene catalic. Dilevenia no copataca taso peters. Balendon brindon sapesa tos on the rebide kibaha. Araton shatter. Belecaton grisunde rebenondre. Baatus. Endon sapetive. Samene monige. Aconsa pendon grisutea. Abetons. Balecatongre. Les saponde embekutu sikitigi. Izukiti giti. Ipitikitugi. Abaconse. Abendon sapenamondes. Ambenson becatongres. Arrecatongere dige de menigi dipi digi dipi digi dipi digi dipi digi dipi Braton sapete ensong stek de sik don sek de sak de sa Baten don dek dik du sik dek tak dose Braton zon brek de suse Kipu kushe kete gibi keton sepe Ababababahaya Ibon de rebe de bondo rombaka sone gibe Balen de ron de rebe de bakato saha Suk de sape actu sopa prelo bate kiziki tilimine enzuzuzu bale renon de rebedo griki da bahaya abale mando bate biges bale menon de andelebede give arozu zatogre bale non in a minocopac de sape cura araton sapatakaya. Kason de remenegi de bakaton brek da sipens tunses. Batore na mantea. Abandon de rebedi beha kasataya. Arreton sheke sapege. Bale menido kapite siba. Bale konson belig. Darapaton gres. Lapaton shata. Abatan de lemenendo kogre. Lakaton gres. Abat asonde. Bale re kongres sakabaa. Sakabaa. Abale shatarapatongre. Le kasunde remenonde rebeduga habahaya. Rato sapataya. Azuze kapandongre sate. Ensonde katugete lemendo koprote. Arata sapataka pate. Abataka tongre. Lemberetonde sabene minonges. Abalonde repatongres. Balere non di le bacatogre, abatos, en son belle coterie meno, en brosote gibe, balere to sapatakes, gasson bendon sin brindande gratogre, lengron son bracta son drecato, preton risitaka, esopotokite le mene capahaya, le catale bende kipete grecon sopre. Continue in prayer. May not always to pray and not to faint. Continue in prayer. Amen. Oko sabi. 
Emenoko Sabes Emeno Dako Sapende Katongris Days Delemeno Kapatongris Balerato Shays Zemenendo Capido Catrediges Balende Lemenondo Cabonses Arata Shataya Ebeketo Cricutele Macaya Eco Semenondi Repitekes Tako Sepete Kibos Beloco Sacatale Menondo Patocos and so Batacata Coso Beta Zuzuzuzu in Caton Grisus a Ballon de Repete Gibikito Kutrikis in Jesus' mighty name we prayed. We're not done, we're still praying. We're going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you're going to pray. When you're going to carry a cross, Gethsemane is more important than Golgotha. You sought Golgotha out in Gethsemane. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be anxious. When you're entering Gethsemane, you say, ah, my soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. But when you are coming out, it's a different mood. A different confession. Some of you are going through hardship right now, or there are some things you're about to face. You don't know how you're going to do it. The place of prayer is the place where those things are sorted. Like Jesus, if you abandon yourself, he, the Bible says he fell to the ground and cried. You release yourself to the mighty hand of God. Ah, you are the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for you to do? Is anything too hard? Let him be your focus. You're going to pray. Some of you, you don't even sense any trouble now. But that, that's, this, that's more reason you should pray. So that it will meet you prepared. You're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I step into this month, I'm energized by the energy your spirit gives. I move mountains. I walk on water. I cause walls to fall. Nothing shall be impossible to me. In the mighty name of Jesus, if the enemy comes against me in one way, he will flee in seven. I build tenacity right now in the place of prayer. Begin to pray right now. Develop stamina, stamina for the next challenge. Exercise yourself right now. Exercise yourself. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray 
Balere kundre katonge tapiti piti kuting disikis ziki tuku sikis. In the place of prayer, you see trouble afar off and you hide yourself. This is that time, this is that opportunity. Bale mande repalongo prato le mini katoki and the lebahaya. Aratunza bale azakaba abelendere bale rekunda rabatosha abato grenemine bale reto krasusapat abele mato compre katulike ne mataya ash talebotegues delemando kratelevehe zemenondi and lebakatosis delemoka baya the concept is Bale meno katre gives Bale mando re menonde re betuzi kitaya Ka support Ka support Enton sambenton sapis Dalikuri kini matongri sapahaya Ha 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 Dalaria shataya Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Avatongra zapa, donzika patongri zikida, dele do gapom bideg, dale kompon dele shataya, dekosa patongri says. En son botes. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For inquiries, reach us on our helpline 0809-996-7000. Blessings.